everyone. Welcome to the Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast. I am not Ricky Jones Jr. I'm his wife, Crystal Jones Jr., but you know my amazing husband, Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. Yes. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Are you happy to be here with me today? I am. And the funny thing is, like, she was like, I'm going to do your intro. And honestly, I did not know what she was going to do with it. But I will say you did do it justice. So thank you, Beth. It was fun hearing it from your perspective. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm here. We're here. We're doing something different, obviously. Yes. Today, so I asked Ricky if I could interview him. Well, I told him that I wanted to interview him. I was like, I want to interview you. And he was like, okay, wait like a month. And I was like... No, I said, why? My question was, why? Do you remember why? And I no, thought, tell me. You don't remember why you said why? Oh, why did I say, why did I have to wait a month? No, 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 why you oh. wanted to interview me. Oh, interesting. So, Like, why do I want to interview you? Correct. Yeah. Okay. What was the reason why? Because you're awesome, and I want everybody to see it. Right. So, okay. You wanted me to tell everybody that I think you're awesome? There's that, but then, you know, it's just the way you said what you said. But, you know, we're here. We're I here. I was so excited, and I oh, had here. to wait. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. But it was for a reason. I was about to say, we were doing a Father's Day interview, yeah, so, and I'm conversation, so it was like a thing, right? So, we're here now. And I think you were actually literally in the process of getting ready to interview someone else, and I just came in the room. Very well potential. Asking you questions. Gotcha. But we're here now. It's your show. It's your floor. We're here. We're here to see. No, it's not my show. I'm just here to interview you. Right. This, okay, this episode, this episode is for you. It's a takeover. Correct. I'm so excited. All right. So, for the Ricky Jones Jr. takeover show, I am going to be interviewing Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. Okay. And I am going to be asking him questions. Because that's what you do when you interview. That's so, very true. The first set of questions are going to be. Oh, I'm so nervous. Why? Why are you nervous? I don't know what to expect. And now I'm starting to feel like what the other fathers might have felt when I interviewed them. More specifically, that my dad, he made a pause. But I'm going to hold it because I may be able to use that pause. Well, go ahead. What's a pause? Is that like a We're here. timeout? We're here. No, no timeouts. There's no need to be nervous. It's right. me. You, I'm locked in. We've been married eight years. You know what to expect. Kind of. That's the reason why I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. This is exciting. Okay. So, the first thing that we're going to do is we are going to do a set. And don't be nervous. It's going to be really easy. I have a plan for, like, a part two, possibly. Okay. So, I'm just going to keep it mild this time. Okay. So, the first thing that we're going to do is we are going to do some rapid-fire questions just to get you warmed up. And Check. so, rapid-fire questions are where I basically am going to ask you, like, this or that. Yeah. And okay. you have to choose. And Which you have one? Like, mm-hmm. All right. You have, like, that much time. All right. So, I have the rapid-fire questions written down. Do you know the answers to them? No, you get to answer. It's your answers. Right, right, right. I'm just saying if you know me to be able to answer the question that you're asking me. Oh, do I know? But no, it's cool. It's cool. We're not not here for that. I don't know. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Some of them I think I would know, but all of them not necessarily. I'm ready. I'm locked in. You're ready. Okay. Ready? There's only five. Okay. I was ready for 12. We'll go ahead. No, there's only five. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could do some off the dome, though, if you want. 
Locked in. All right, here we go. Salty or sweet? Sweet. Chicken wings or pizza? Chicken wings. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. <laughs> he said it so different. Waffles. <laughs> How dare you offer pancakes? Absolutely. Okay. If you could time travel, would you rather go to the past or to the future? Future. If you could be any color in a crayon box, what color would you be? Purple. That's it. Hmm. Did I surprise you with the chicken wing one? It was going so fast. What did you say? Oh, okay. Chicken, chicken wings. wings. Yeah. No. I that was the one that I, I knew you would choose waffles. I knew you would choose sweet. Absolutely. That was definitely the one that I really didn't know, mm-hmm. like hmm. And I will say it's chicken wings now because I don't eat pepperoni pizza. If oh, I okay. ate pepperoni pizza, it would be pizza hands down. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know you're left for pizza, and so correct. That's why I was definitely it's starting to fade in between. It's hard to find good chicken pizza. <laughs> it's so it's starting to fade because chicken pizza wasn't meant to be Just the thing. If you all know some good chicken pizza that's like at a franchise, because obviously we are what we are, let me know. That's a question for you. But barbecue chicken pizza is good though. Ooh, do pineapples go on pizza? Absolutely. Okay. With barbecue bonus. chicken pizza, not oh. with pepperoni pizza. Or you can have ham and pineapples. You don't eat ham, but Correct. that's called the Hawaiian, <laughs> and it's good. Gotcha. I respect that. It works for you. It works for me. So now that you've gotten your answerer warmed up, I'm going to ask you some questions. I got my what? Answerer. <laughs> what was that? My tongue? You're like mouth for answering. Okay. I'm going to have to do exercises. <laughs> yeah. So when y'all hear it on the podcast, y'all know where it came from. <laughs> so we got to ask a question. We like, no, I don't let have to me do think. It. It's in the beginning. <laughs> it's in the beginning. I start the podcast with, what's up, beautiful people? But anyway, we're here. We're or here for boom. you. Boom. I love it when he does the boom, you guys. Yep. That's my social media intro. Boom. I just wanted to do it. Okay, good. Okay, okay, okay. So. This is the first question. Yes. Now we're getting into like more regular timed answered questions. Okay? Okay. So my first question for you, Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. is, what would you say is your life's passion? My life's passion. Like your passion in life. Like Right. My passion in life is to make people smile and to show love to them. But more than anything, I love making people smile. <laughs> Why do you smile so Because you're smiling. <laughs> but yeah, that, like that's, that's my goal every day, to make everybody I come in contact with smile. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I dig it. That is okay. If you could do anything... And you knew you wouldn't fail. What would you do? So where are we going with this? I like. I it's like. A question. I mean, okay. All right. So <laughs> life is a journey. I feel like these questions are stepping towards. All right. So whoa, whoa, whoa. here's the new. Anyway, um, what would I do if I knew that I could not fail? Um, man, I have like so many. That's a stretch. I have like five different 
app ideas. Okay. And so if I knew I could not fail in the development of these apps, I would have been done it. Like, I've sat on some for too long. And uh, anyway, so I would do that. And um, so obviously that will create financial freedom because I always have a, so I have a goal. Okay. I have Tell a goal, goal to sell my first app. I want to sell my share to the app uh, for $350 million, right? I already have a number. And so if I'm in a bargaining situation, y'all already know my number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that is my number. That's my number. So $350 million, I'll, I'll sell. Um, and then what I want to do from there is just keep going, but then as well, um, hit the road and just bring smiles to people, show love to people and have fun doing it. Obviously bring a camera cause I love cameras. So, so is this where you would partially launch your career as a comedian? Um, for those of you who do not know, Mr. Ricky Jones Jr., at a point in life, was thinking about, like, how much he enjoyed, like, the possibility of being a comedian. Here's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm situationally funny. I say that. That about me or about you? About me. Okay. So, I feel like that's the case. To do, like, a stand-up set, could I do it? Give yeah. Give us your best joke right now. And see, that's the thing. Comedians write jokes, I come to find out, because I've been watching a lot of comedian videos. To, like, train or... To, to see if it's something I'm interested in. Do you in. think you would ever do, like, a small forum... I would do a set. I would definitely do a set. Like, but to people in a foreign country. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Why do they have to be in a foreign country so they can't understand you? I feel like the odds are better. Like, I just feel like, you know... What if for it's a better your, situation? What if for like your birthday, I put together like a comedy club? I'm not there yet, and not next year. But I would pay everybody to laugh. That would suck. <laughs> Why? Because somebody's gonna tell. You can't pay all those people, and nobody tells me, <laughs> I mean, or it comes back around. Technically, I just told. You. So that would be worse if I told my first joke and everybody's laughs like <laughs> that's the problem because part of comedy is like trying to win people over right oh. and so for myself I will say that when I'm trying to work a crowd my goal is to when you work find the crowd. I've worked a crowd before you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm done comedy? hosting okay but I've been myself which is I think it's funny in a hosting setting and so my goal is to try to find like a person that's not in tune with what everybody else is doing Mm -hmm. and so if i lock into that person then and i get them to laugh i know i did good but if everybody's laughing i have no gauge so you do better in settings with your comedy when there's somebody that's not laughing because it gives you the feel that you need to make people laugh depends on what you do with this information I'm just asking. I said enough to say what I need. <laughs> now, what you try to do with this information, I don't know. Because you already threw out the idea of purchasing an audience that will laugh. Well, I'll make sure if there's one and person that's that the not That's purchase. the problem. So, hey. If you or I'll know, purchase them to not laugh. 
So here's the thing. I feel like in life, I'm going to come in contact with people that are funny and fun. And they'll put me in scenarios and situations where the opportunity to crack jokes will be made available. And I'll take the opportunity. That could happen in a comedy club with a room full of people on your birthday. Here it is. And if my wife will stoop low enough to purchase a laughing audience. That's not stooping low. That's reaching high. No. I don't want to buy my likes. You wouldn't be buying your likes. I'd be buying your laughs. And yet, they have yet to laugh. They might be laughing. Oh, they just did because I said it. <laughs> they laughed at me. Hello. Huh. I'm so. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I know. That, number two. So, let's. Do, have you told them where you went to college? I don't know. So, Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. Yes. Could you let everyone know where you went to college? So, I initially started my undergraduate endeavors at Valdosta State University, home of the Blazers. Boo! I wouldn't go that far. Oh, okay. Right? Just kidding. <laughs> that was so aggressive. But I started there, um, but then I transferred out of there because I wasn't doing what I needed to do, and I knew I needed a change of environment, uh, which is actually something you talked about in one of your recent videos. But nonetheless, I then came across LSU, and I then went to LSU, and that's where I graduated from. Yeah, With my undergraduate LSU. degree. Yes, ma'am. So, what did you study at LSU? At LSU, my degree is in business administration mm-hmm. with a minor in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, I also have like a minor in math because of the amount of math classes that I took because I had the thought that I wanted to be a math teacher until I went into the classroom and realized teaching isn't for me. Okay. So, even though teaching in a classroom setting outside. To kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because children. Yeah, yeah. That was no joke. It was a a fourth grade honors class and um, forever scarred me. (laughs) What scarred you? What about it scarred you? It scarred me. So, you go in with, so teachers typically going with the lesson plan mm-hmm. went in with it was myself and another girl she's actually not a teacher either she changed hers uh i think she's a med or whatever she's married and all that good stuff but um we go in with the lesson plan and our lesson plan was actually on the moon so we were teaching about the waning and waxing of the moon and so the wet and the wet waning and waxing it's like the so waxing is when you see less of the moon to go into no moon and then waning is when you see more of the moon which goes to full moon i was gonna say that waning and waxing of the moon is when it like rises and sets like the sun so that would have been kind of close so the moon doesn't rise or set and that's why i stopped myself <laughs> <laughs> the, moon, I was like, that's... the moon is in orbit to the earth i was thinking so it doesn't as we spin it spins. so you know yeah, that's why I stopped my answer. Yeah. But what does that have to do with math? Yeah, so nothing, really, you know, in all honesty. So you go in. <laughs> so right? you went in prepared to fail? God is good, okay? Because <laughs> I could have been doing it and hating it. But nonetheless. The two, wait, the two of y'all together decided yeah. the best. No, no, no. So you have courses, mm-hmm. or excuse me, you have lesson plans that you can teach. Okay. And the one that was. The easiest to us 
was the one that had nothing to do with math. Correct. As you studied to be math teachers. Correct. Well, no, no, she was actually a science. She was in science. She was doing biology or something like that. But um, nonetheless, in it all, I ended up doing it, right? So here's the thing. You go in, being a teacher, you have this plan. You go in with the plan, and the goal of every teacher is that the plan that you go in with takes the duration of the class time. Okay, that's the plan. That's nine times nine. Why are you doing that? Do you know? It's 81, I think. Okay, it is. Why are you quizzing me on math? Well, I don't know your math is good. But anyway, so we go Because you wanted to be a math. I was just trying to catch you. What? With nine times nine? <laughs> my five-year-old daughter? Six-year-old daughter? Anyway. I had to do something I knew the answer to. Yeah, that's why I actually... But anyway. <laughs> I almost said 49. <laughs> There's... Nine. So the, 49 is not divisible by nine. It's not? No. What about seven times nine? That's not forty nine. No, you're close. It's forty eight. Uh, what is anything multiplied with forty nine? Hmm? Are there any numbers that you multiply to get forty nine? Um. So here's the thing. So we're gonna go into my lesson, right? Okay. Okay. All so right. the lesson's supposed to go all the way to the end of the class. Boom. Right. I'm guessing it didn't. It did not. <laughs> and the kids start asking us questions. They start asking us questions about black holes and. <laughs> well, y'all the ones that brought up the moon. And they were so smart. Like, we kept going. <laughs> They're so smart. And we didn't know the answers. And so. Because it's. Because y'all came from math. Nah. We came with the lesson. You teach the lesson. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, we So, have you want to be a math teacher, but you teach a general education lesson, not necessarily a math lesson. Yep. There were no math lesson options? Nope. Huh. That seems odd. Well, anyways, I think this is a great segue into yep. the next question. All right. Which is... Yeah, that was pretty cool. I could clean that story up a little bit better but that was I forgot all about that life and that transition because then I transitioned from there because I went in there as a business major Mm -hmm. and changed to math but then changed back to business so anyway go ahead do what you do yes so number three yes part B so wait part B so question number two part B no this is question number three so how am I in part B if I haven't done part A? Because the first question was, what's your passion? The second question was, if you could do anything and know you wouldn't fail, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And the third question was about... What's nine times nine is 81? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. So. Seven times nine is 63. Seven times seven is 49. Yeah. I knew there was. We're here. So, you got your degree yep. in business. Yes. From business administration. Yes. Minor in entrepreneurship. Yep. Technically, also possibly math. Yep. Minor. Yep. From LSU. What is one piece of business advice you would give to someone based on something you learned in college? In your business degree. 
Oh man, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, man. What would I? What business advice would I give somebody? I would say based on what I learned in college. Mm -hmm. So I would say to be open towards being or doing and starting a business entrepreneurship with a social change in mind. So I had a class. I think it was called social entrepreneurship, uh, where we learned about different businesses and people who started businesses based off of a social change. So mm-hmm. there was one book I still have. Could actually. you explain what a social change is? For those yeah, so like, right so like Tom's. Tom's is a shoe oh, company yes. that you buy one, they give one. Yes. And so the social aspect of it is it has something to do with something in the world, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. the Tom's theory is if you buy a pair of shoes they're going to give a pair of shoes to somebody who doesn't have a pair of shoes um banker to the poor was a social enterprise that offered banking to people obviously that can afford banking but on the back end they also afforded women who were in i think india the opportunity to also bank but socially they weren't able to bank. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of like private banking for them that was afforded by the people like you and I who could just go and do a bank account. And so that was cool. And then it was also one that I really loved. Um, So obviously I love this. So I love the concept of selling something, giving something, or truly the idea that interlocks us all together. Um, Anyway, that's the end of but there was one was like soccer it was this one i forgot where and the name of the company but it was all about soccer and it was just cool because they had a soccer tournament for people that were poor and so mm-hmm. it offered them something to motivate them to live life and oftentimes people who were in the competition then were able to either get jobs or connections or things like that that got them from being homeless so, do you have any thoughts, which you don't have to go into detail, mm-hmm. honestly, even if you do, but do you have any thoughts about a social business one day, or if you, even if you don't have any thoughts of, like, an exact one, maybe, mm-hmm. do you think that that's something you would want to do, create a social? Absolutely. I feel like all Is that, businesses... did I say that right? A social business? Was it? Um... Is that what you said? I'm gonna say yeah. Social I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes for now. Okay. But um, social entrepreneurship. Oh, okay. Social entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yes. But absolutely, I think everything that we do, there is that component, largely and rootly in us, because of our following of Jesus, right? And we have mm-hmm. the idea that we should give. It's better yes. to give. Um, than receive more than anything there is an obligation I feel that we are to help others and so what better way to help others than with what you have to give and so usually when you're a business you make a profit and so you're either able to give from the profits or you're able to give from what you actually do so true so thank you so much for answering that question Mm -hmm. my next question is if you had $500 million, what are the first three things you would purchase for anyone? So is this like out of the blue or did I acquire this money due to business acquisitions? 
Does it matter? It definitely does. Because if I... Eye of the blue. Okay, that's... <laughs> cool. <laughs> so my thought is if I business-wise made that money, I obviously was buying stuff along the way. So if it was out the blue, if I hit the jackpot, let's say if I hit the lottery yeah. for $500,000. Um, $500 million. $500 million. What would I buy first? I would... Is pay- there anything you can think of? Yep, I would pay off this home with the idea that our desires was to be able to gift a home. Um, And so that would be a thing that I would do. Then buy. What would I buy? I would purchase a flight for the family. To where? We're going to South Africa. I would go to South Africa. It's a round trip. Okay, it's not a one way. It's a round trip. And we would go explore. And, um. There was anything else you would want to get? Uh, a Jeep. Jeep Gladiator. Okay, you're at three. Oh, we said three things? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I thought you were going to say, like, a ring for me. Another one. Nah, it's not first forefront of my mind. I'm sure you would probably, <laughs> if you had that same I was same giving family. you a lot of hints. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely thinking the family, the family, Ricky. That's like, getting me a ring is like about the family. Because it would be an investment. For you. No, because it's diamonds, so it's like an investment. I feel like it's a distraction. From what? Then when you travel, you have to think about it. Go to different places. You got to tuck it. It's just live life. I feel like a lot of these things that we have are unnecessary. So let's just live life. Yeah, but then when I go to like really nice places, then I can wear it. You asked me the question. I gave my honest answer. You did. So you're buying flights to South Africa. You're paying off the house. And you're getting a Jeep Gladiator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still have a lot of money. Probably $499 million, <laughs> 900000 and probably fifty. Fifty. <laughs> fifty thousand. Okay. So. I like that question. What about you? What would you buy? A ring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the first three things you buy. A ring, a watch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the first three things that I would buy: a new house. I don't want to say I would buy a nanny because you don't like buy people. Like purchase the services of. A I nanny. would purchase the services of a nanny slash housekeeper. I would want her to do. Um, and I would purchase, I don't know, something that's like an investment. So I don't know if it would be like real estate or like maybe like a Birkin bag that increases in value. (laughs) There's growth. There's growth, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Not, I wouldn't want it as like a bag I would carry. Like, I would literally want something. I've read up on, like, um, 
just different fashion items, even like vintage fashion items that you can purchase that like increase in value. So, or you can no, purchase may- Birkenstock that won't fade in time. Moths or nothing can get to it, but it'll forever increase. But none of this. No, it wouldn't be that I would, like I said, it wouldn't be that I would just want to carry this bag. It would literally be, like I said, just some research and stuff that I saw about how they increase in value and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but now that I'm thinking even more about it, maybe I would actually, instead of buying like a bag, I would probably buy like a piece of art. Like a really nice piece of art. So house, I would procure housekeeping and nanny services and I would probably get like a really nice piece of art that would increase in value over time and also just like a piece of art that I really like to put in the new home that came furnished or does that count as more stuff? Smart stuff. <laughs> a lot of people who win the jackpot go broke. Unless we're here. We're here. Assets are on the other end, ladies and gentlemen, so I don't feel like we don't think about those things. But what you got? What's the next question? So my next question, I know that you love loving people well. Yes. And so my question is, what would be your ultimate way to show love if you could go one place and do one place in the world and do anything to like show that community of people that you love them like the love of god like what would that thing be what would you want to do i think that's very specific to the specific area because i don't think everybody needs the same thing so Mm -hmm. before i went to attempt to do such a thing I would first ask somebody who is actually boots on the ground to find out what the needs are and seek to do that Um, because my need may not be their need or even my perceived need or my perceived thought of their need may not actually be what they would really want. So my goal would be to first find out what they need and then do that, be that, no questions asked about it. Um, and just kind of going forward if I was to do that in this setting, right? And I could say that with the idea of like, I know people here, right? And so what I would do is I would, um, pay people's rents and mortgage for... So it's not a gift. Okay. It's an action. Yes. What would the action be? Yes. Man, that becomes highly interesting (laughs) when you say a group of people. (laughs) What would the act be? Um, The act would be a sit down and we would run through some stuff, run through the idea of Mm -hmm. self-love and then the power of that, the power of self-love. And then from there, we would just allow for them to be free, to be who they are with that awakening whatever that word means to you, but let me be more specific, <laughs> with that understanding mm-hmm. of self-love. And we're just going to have fun. Like, we'll probably do a little dance situation at the end, have a little fun. Um, but the goal is and would be for them to be free. For them mm-hmm. to be free in that moment, but then free beyond that moment to be who they are, all that they are, and love just that. Okay. So you'd want to, like, have a talk with them, make sure they, like, really understand, like, Love, boom, self-love, boom. I think it starts there, which is why I love the song. Um, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Mhm. Yep. Um, start starts there. 
yourself. Take it a step further. <laughs> okay. Now that's cool. I would just throw a party. I feel like everybody needs a good party. But you don't know, right? I feel like parties are kind of specific to certain cultures, you know? I don't know everybody likes a party. I haven't been everywhere, so obviously we can't make a statement. Because they haven't had one. Everybody needs a good time. Would you throw a party in Senegal with American music? Which music would you choose? No, I just use their music. And you just rock to it. Yeah. All you need is a beat. Okay. Even though you don't know what the words are saying. Just a good time. Everybody needs a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're having a good time to good words. (laughs) I feel like words are very, you know, important. So I don't dance to everything. I say that to say I don't dance to everything. Right. So I'm excited. I think that's fun. I think that's cool. Not that you would have like a session where you would talk to people about self-love. Yep. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The so, stages of love. The what? Stages of love. Okay. I'm working on something now, but we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. What are you about to say? I was gonna talk about your book. Okay. So you have a journal. Mm-hmm. What is he to you today? I was gonna say that. Okay. I mean it took a while, I mean I was trying to help you just like the math. What is he to you today? So, what was the inspiration behind writing this? So, it's a journal, right? It's a um, 60-day journal that you, as the participant, walk through, work through, write through, and all those different things like that. But the inspiration behind the journal itself came from my desire to further deepen, establish, or connect and have a relationship with God. And so I was reading the Bible. I was doing that. I believe I heard from God. I knew the voice of God. However, Mm -hmm. I wanted a way to be able to record my conversations, but then also track my growth. And so God was like, okay, break it down this way. So I broke it down that way. Felt very comfortable with it. Was working it out. A lot of inspiration came. A lot of where I am today came about because of the journaling mm-hmm. and things like that. And then, um, I won't say the end of it cause I still do it, but at a certain point God was like, okay, now share it with the world. So I was like, okay. Obviously that wasn't my thought. That was something I was doing personally, but, um, God spoke to me in a way in which it should be beneficial and is beneficial for others. So that's why he put it out. And so I did, I did back in 2016, um, came out with the the journal, and that was when we were. Well, I was. I think we were. We were in school at mm. that time, and um, yeah, did it. And so, I love the fact that you did the journal, and like you said, it's not it's not a lot of content in it because you're the one that's having these conversations with God, that's filling in the journal. Mm-hmm. Do you? foresee yourself writing more let me say it this way do you see yourself developing more journals and do you see yourself writing an actual book not an actual book but writing a book one day Mm -hmm. so yes I it's 
very interesting that we're talking about this right now because my thought has been to resurface the journal this year um but then even i say specifically this year because i do want to do another edition of one next year um and i say it that way because i was going to just like redo that but i was like no leave that for what that was because that was a stage in life mm-hmm. however the next one will then speak to the next stage in life mm-hmm. and things like that um so yes there are more um but then book wise absolutely uh what i have a question yep so with the second edition or the new another edition of a journal do you believe that it may have because like you said in this one there's not a lot of writing from you it's we see some of the things that you kind of mentioned to the readers at the beginning Mm -hmm. you shared something that god spoke to you concerning um for the for you as well as for the readers that you felt that you needed to share in the next journal, do you believe it will be more um, low content as well, or do you plan to share more things that God's kind of been sharing with you and thoughts throughout that journal that we can kind of look, look at and things that God's sharing with you? Hmm. I originally and firsthand. The thought is that it would be low in on my verbiage, mm-hmm. largely because I feel like people have enough voices that they hear from mm-hmm. that are inspirational, period, right? Mm-hmm. And so, enough of that, right? Mm-hmm. Hear from God. Hear from the ultimate source, the mm-hmm. Alpha and Omega, the creator of everything that we see. Hear from God. Let God speak to you, which mm-hmm. is why I was low on the content there with the idea that, no, it's about your relationship with God. I love that. Grow that relationship just as I grew mine. And so Creating that's... Creating that space for people Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I believe if you say too much, you then would box in the participant of the journal to what I said, what I experienced, what I desired, which is why, you know, you have the different things, you know, what do you desire of God? What has God to say? What has God said to you today? Um, what are some things that you believe you, you know, should be doing and things like that? Like it is broken down that way, but more than anything, I said very little because I want it to be out of the way. To create that space. Boom. Awesome. I really like that. Okay. So I had cut you off cause you were going to go into the books. Okay. So tell me more about that. About you what? said, yes. There's mm-hmm. going to be books. <laughs> Correct. Um, and I don't have titles, but topics will be on love. Definitely want to write a book on love. Definitely want to write a book on the idea of, which I've been kind of flirting with the thought of, um, why are you leaning it like that? Because you're flirting with the thought. I want to hear it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> flirting with the thought of feelings. And okay. so I haven't really like, wash that through but like what kind of feelings like feelings as it relates to love like feelings as we walk around and deal with humanity feelings internally like on the spectrum of feelings are you like planning to cover like that whole gamut i'm gonna say that gamut but also as well like the introduction of feelings which i won't say too much right because i'm still doing research and so i don't want to put out unvetted information no and i get so it. yes it'll be the introduction of feelings to humanity the power of feelings 
as well as how to overcome the various feelings that you have because we all are guided by our feelings at the end of the day. And so, you know, that's half control. Okay. Cool. I like that. I like that. So, my next question. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Is if you could live anywhere in the world for one year, where would you go? Are you asking Ricky today? You already know the answer to that. They don't know the answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. They're ready for this. Because I know my mom watches. But uh, where would I go if you're asking Ricky? She can come. She's retired. Very true. If you're asking (laughs) Ricky right now, where would I move? That answer undeniably is Johannesburg, South Africa. Okay. And what do you think you would do there? I definitely would be forging community and uh, relationships with people that are not just Americans, but as well as people that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously would strongly desire to meet people that are from South Africa, but then from there just, I mean, so you're asking me this for a year, right? And so I don't know if this is like, I need to go there to work or... I'm just there with the $500 million, right? <laughs> so, if I'm going there to... You don't have $500 idea, million. Dollars. Right. So, <laughs> what I would do... So, first, I would try to make sure I establish myself here first mm-hmm. to be able to go and to not have to, like, think about work mm-hmm. initially. But definitely, I would bring over what it is I'm doing here, there, which definitely will have the roots in love, but then also helping entrepreneurship, excuse me, helping entrepreneurs um, do their businesses. That's definitely something I want to do and see us doing. But then I also want to grow kale, right? But I think I want to do it more so in a facility. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily on a farm, which is something that I'm working through now, growing in a garden, things like that. But it all leads towards growing indoors by way of aeroponics and hydroponics and aquaponics. But nonetheless, in all, I would do that there. I would definitely do that there. I would take it there. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so excited. I'm so excited and happy that you did this interview today. It wasn't bad. You said what? It wasn't bad. I told you it wasn't going to be bad. It wasn't bad at all. It was easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's what they say. Gregory would say. So, we thank you so much for joining us here today on the Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast. And I will say, if you do want the journal, I will put a link in the description. Yes. It's on Amazon. Yes. It is available on Amazon. Or you could reach out to me for your own signed copy um, and reach out to me. We'll go from there. Because I don't know where you are. So, I don't want to give like a price and I don't know where you are. Well, it'll just be the price of the book plus shipping, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. Right, but I don't know where they are, right? So that's the idea with shipping. You don't know. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So how do they reach out to you? Is there an email? or mm-hmm. okay. an email in all the descriptions. Okay. So email him in the description box. Let us know in the comments if you enjoyed the interview today. If you want me to come back. Do more interviews 
And Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. Mm -hmm. find out the things he was going to be scared about. I mean, it wasn't necessarily scary, just the unknown. There's unknowns with Crystal. Into the unknown. That's what, yo, don't sing too much. We don't need to get Into the unknown. Alright, there's a song. You can sing it. Can't play the beat. Well, we're not going to get any tags, blemishes, or anything. But I am so proud of you. I'm super so proud of you because I know you recently came to 600 subscribers. I, I did, and then it dropped. It's crazy how that works. It's doing something weird, you know but how, it's okay. You know how that goes. We did it with the other channel. Like, we were so excited. Boom, and then boom. Like, gosh. Maybe it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. it's, by the time this video posts, it'll be back up. I have no doubts. Um, You're super amazing. Boom. So, if you guys would like to find out more amazing things about Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. himself, you can definitely check out the links in the description box so you can follow him on other social media platforms such as Instagram. I did find him doing some little dances on tiktok i was like Those are old. what is this you didn't see that i was like what is this i this is what back when we were tiktok this is back when we were tiktok he said we was tiktoking but he was the only one in the video but you were doing the tiktoks too on your channel he said we was tiktoking but he was the only one in the video i had a tiktok you had a tiktok he was tiktoking i was tiktoking but then TikTok is too much time. TikTok can be a lot. It can be a lot. It can be a lot. It can be a lot. But, like I was saying, I'm you'll be able on. to find him on Instagram. Yeah, I'm back on TikTok too. Oh, look. See there. And TikTok. What's your name on Instagram? What's your name on TikTok? My name on Instagram is Ricky Jones Jr. Okay. TikTok, I don't know. I said I'm back on it. I didn't say... Anything beyond that. Okay, so you'll find that out in the description box. And, yes. I, I don't just... even know, like, how you find your name on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe if you search Ricky Jones Jr. But he has a common name, so I don't know. Maybe not going to pop up. Yeah, so it's DKUJ underscore Ricky Jones Jr. Huh. So it'll be in the link in the description. I don't know why I feel like I need to lean in to talk sometimes. Do what you do. The camera's watching. Okay. So, at any rate, I think he's phenomenal. See how that was funny. They laughed. Because mentally, I laughed for them. So, they laughed on that. But see, it's like situational. You can't put that on a set. That would be I, whack. What, would, what did you say that was funny? And that's the problem that you have. The lack of understanding <laughs> of true funniness. So how are you going to end this? Because we're already at the end. No, I, I was. And then you started doing these things. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much again for joining us for the Ricky Jones Jr. podcast with the Crystal Jones Jr. takeover interviewing Mr. Ricky Jones Jr. himself. Wow. Keep saying it. What? Jones Jr. I really thought when we first got married that that was my name. It happened. That I had to put that. The suffix. Yeah, I did think that. See, every time I'm about to end, then you start again.
So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, the Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast. Get it in your mind, get it in your head, because you're going to be hearing it more. And so with that, I will say like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. And if you want me back, all you got to do is say that.